the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Right here, Sunday afternoon, we're live at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. And we'd love for you to come visit with us at 1604 and Boulevardy Road or call us at 308-8867 and let's talk gardening and find out what's going on in your gardening world. Looking out over the nursery, uh, still tomato plants in the one gallons and I think Trace was getting some more, but they're fewer than there were yesterday. So, um, you know, that's because I think people bought them. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to thin them out a little bit. I was trying to go for the obvious thing again that we were getting into. Oh. Yeah. The more people buy them, the fewer we have. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Yeah, logic. You got to love it. Uh, (laughs) But there are fewer. So uh, I know, uh, I think there are some more coming in, but come on out and uh, there's uh, still some. Trey said he was going to buy some more. Yeah. And Trace is coming over here, so we'll find out what's coming in. In just a moment, they'll tell us about the plants of the weekend. Weekend. In the meantime, give us a call and tell us what's going on at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Here, I'm kind of stalling just for a moment before Trace gets here so we don't have to uh, interrupt anything. And he's almost here, almost here. Here he comes. Oh, okay. And you, when you come back, well, all right. So uh, good, job. good job, Mel. I know. I, I, yeah. And it wasn't obvious what I was doing at all. That's the cool thing. All right. So let's see. Uh, what else is going on? This uh, this is the uh, we we talked a little bit about yesterday. Yesterday, it's not raining yet. They were supposed to rain today. Oh, well, it, it depends on which forecast you looked at. Oh, is that right? Yeah, the one on the paper. It's not no. see it right no. Hmm. Well, we got good soil moisture. Well, I guess I guess it depends too on the percentage. If it's twenty percent, some forecasters don't don't, um, don't emphasize it. it. Oh. Where others, any chance of rain is on the uh, AccuWeather. As you looked at it, it was a forty to fifty percent chance about five o'clock yesterday. I'll look at it again and see kind of what it's uh, what it's looking at. Trace, come on up. We were stalling until you got here. Uh-oh. Is that good or bad? What are you doing on your phone? All right, so where do you want to start? You want to tell us what's coming in during the week? You want to talk about the plants of the weekend? I'm well, let's see. You. We've got uh, vegetables were limited, so uh, tomatoes we've got coming in and gallon cans. Good. What kind? Uh, an assortment. 
I can get you the exact assortment in a minute if you'd like. But uh, Celebrity and Tycoon were on there, Dwarf Cherry Surprise, and a few of the other uh, older rodeo tomatoes. They've done good keeping up with Dwarf Cherry Surprise this, this fall. They, they have. What about uh, are any of the, like, Lavaca or? Uh, I think Lavaca Roma was only surprise. in smaller containers. So I, I, the smaller ones I didn't do. Hmm. Um but I'll get, I'll get the exact list here in a second. But uh, there were some cucumbers, uh, slicing and pickling. Uh, I think a little bit of squash. Uh, the penguin pepper was available. Well, good. So uh, a few peppers. And I want to say it was broccoli and cauliflower only as the cold weather crops. Yeah. You ordered some broccoli and cauliflower? Of course. Okay, good. So it's it's getting time getting time to plant cold crops. Neil Neil Sperry has been talking about uh, now is the time to do it uh, uh, for a couple of weeks now because he's talking north Dallas, yeah. Dallas. Well, if our weather stays this pattern, then uh, everybody will be a little further along. Oh yeah, yeah, and it'd be faster and. Uh, yeah, get, maybe you get definitely, off. definitely be there for Thanksgiving. It's it's uh, they're two month, they're uh, six week. You said sixty days, I think. The last sixty time. days, yeah, sixty days from so, uh, transplant so, planting to. Uh, so that, that's October first to yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, that that's a little little quick for Thanksgiving. Well, it gives you time uh, to plant a whole other crop. Yeah, yeah. You you want to make succession planting of cold crop. You, even though on broccoli you'll get a secondary harvest out of it after you harvest the central head. But uh, I think you guys are going wild, wild here you, with your. You want to uh, definitely. <laughs> you want to definitely uh, go ahead and prepare your soil if you if you if you said well, you know I've been wanting to have a. A fall garden. I think about having a fall garden, but uh, uh, first, first of all, I was first of all uh, it was too hot, and then then when I decided to do it, it was too wet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but now it's now it's just right. It's cooled off a little bit, and uh, you've got soil moisture and soil temperature. I mean, moisture in the soil. Yeah, put some of that. Uh, uh, All right, so lawn cold fertilizer weather. in there, winterizer or slow release lawn fertilizer. There you go. Cold weather crops is uh, broccoli and cabbage. Yeah, that's that's good. Then let's see, peppers is uh, Anaheim, uh, jalapeno, penguin. In gallon? No, this is those are smaller ones. Those small ones. Okay. Uh, let's see, zucchini, squashes, two types. Cucumbers, two types. Green beans. Mm-hmm. It's quite a few herbs, so herbs uh, are going to start picking up here again. Oh, good. Yeah, we don't talk, we don't talk about, but actually, uh, fall is the time to plant herbs. Well, some of them, it's the only time to. Yeah, that's so true. So, like cilantro uh, will be available this week. Parsley, chimes, is that? Yeah. Back to peppers. We got uh, the jalapeno grande and regular and mild. Serrano, sweet banana, gallon tomatoes. That's that's the one they've been waiting on. So Bobcat, Celebrity, 
Cherry Large, Red Deuce, Dwarf Cherry Surprise, Tycoon, and Valley Cat. All right. All in limited numbers, but we'll have uh, some of each probably Tuesday or Wednesday. And for those of you who have uh, waited later, now you, all you have to do is go out and prepare, prepare your garden soil and uh, put in some fertilizer and some uh, maybe organic material, compost organic material. And then uh, you can use these larger tomatoes, which have been growing for, uh, uh, I guess they've been growing for a month or so. So you're really put you back on schedule for waiting this late. So uh, anyway, anyway, that's that's the beauty. You have to pay a little bit more for a larger tomato, but you're you didn't you're have paying to. for the time. Yeah, paying for the time. There you go. Then uh, let's see. We got plants of the weekend. Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, two of them for this weekend because I couldn't pick which one I like better. Wadelia. Yeah. So that's a, a good ground cover for a sunny situation. Uh, a uh, yellow, daisy-shaped flower. Blooms from the time it gets warm to the time it gets cold. Uh, very vigorous. Uh, good substitute for, say, a, a trailing lantana. Yeah, that's what, that was kind um, of interesting. They will die down and they will come back uh, very strong. Sun, shade, both? Um, half day or more sun is probably okay. best. And you didn't mention the most important. Oh, uh, deer, deer resistance. resistance. Deer resistance. Yes, deer resistance. So now, uh, we we put the caveat on there. Every time we say deer resistant, when you first plant it, you have to use uh, something like liquid fence because there's a curiosity browse that the deer have, and so the, just because it's new and succulent, been growing fast in the nursery they'll they'll eat on it a little bit sure so we've been we've been watering it and feeding it and yeah so they're as soft and supple as they're ever going to be yeah and so but i with all this rain maybe maybe they won't be so bad so bad on it but uh it does it it, it will freeze back in in a hard freeze in the winter so uh it, it's not it's not uh Evergreen. It's not ever. I guess evergreen is the word you'd want to say. But uh, it's worth it because it blooms where other ground covers don't are, are uh, don't bloom in in the summer like this. This thing continuously blooms in the summer after it comes back. So uh, it's it's a good one. it's a good one. It's like I said, some some great nurserymen have been trying to. Trying to get me, well, he's passed now, but he uh, have recommended that uh, that we put that plant on the market for years and years. The reason it's not a Texas superstar is because it is cold sensitive. Uh, but in San Antonio and South, uh, that doesn't We're going to make a new matter. listing, San Antonio superstar. Yeah, well, I, that has crossed my mind. That has crossed, and uh, David Rodriguez and I. Because we we have uh, well a good example is the uh, uh, the the uh, uh, geranium, you know the see that one that's never had been a superstar, but yet it's been a San Antonio superstar for for several years now. So uh, the thought has crossed our mind and and the idea that they will be available. See what a lot of people don't realize on the Texas superstars, 
when they're designated as Texas superstars, that doesn't mean they're in all the nurseries, and right. which which is a problem. I, I I used to try to make sure they were all in the nurseries before we put them on the two list. To, two to three years for a growing operation to grow something. Absolutely, they have enough of it in stock. Absolutely. So uh, that concept of uh, uh, San Antonio superstars is. And the the superstar program started in San Antonio with Mr. Wessler and all that that bunch, um, Mr. Peterson, and so uh, so it would be very appropriate to have a uh, San Antonio superstar program, and uh, and I've already got a website that w- that would be appropriate to uh, put our plant material on there. Hmm. All, all I have to do is get off my lazy ass and do it. It's a novel idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Number two on the weekend <laughs> yes. is Antigonon. It's a oh, queen's yeah. crown or coral vine. So it's a very aggressive uh, perennial type vine. So it will freeze to the ground every year, but very fast to come back. It'll grow up chain link fences, trellises, uh, and it does it quickly. And it comes out with these beautiful clusters of pink flowers. Yeah, it would be a San Antonio superstar too. It would be, because it it. Uh, it but you you told me that uh, it's done it does well in Dallas. Is that what you I'm, told me? I'm pretty sure as a perennial. Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah, I've seen them all it, around it's, there. It's, it's a lot more common around here because of our milder winters. And and in the valley, too. <laughs> doesn't take much of a winter, luckily for it to die back you know yeah. it's one of those coming it gets down to 40 degrees and it starts because it's a uh, real common in trinidad and it'll just cover houses and, uh, and cars acre, yeah <laughs> acres and acres of it runs across the ground you can't hardly you can't hardly walk through it yeah and is a uh, it's a great plant to bring in uh bees and Hummingbirds, butterflies, and butterflies, and all kinds of stuff. Uh, and it's and it's that. pretty. I mean, a coral vine over uh, some of the most effective. You know, it's kind of a scenic look too over a shed that's kind of fallen over. Yeah, mm. covered with the blooms in the summertime and oh, yeah. butterflies. And we were talking yesterday. It it has the advantage. I I think it's an advantage that it freezes back. It's kind of like kind of like your uh, plant that I think mm. is so beautiful that you don't like cat's claw, yeah. cat claw, <laughs> or and, as they and, call it in the nursery it, trade, what yellow honeysuckle, or <laughs> they've given it some. The thing is pretty. I mean, I I was over at Calvin's house one time and just gr- quick grabbed my camera and went out there and started taking pictures of that stupid thing. Yeah, uh, yellow waxy blooms, unbelievable. <laughs> But it freezes back every year, most well, years. Though. Yeah, well, and, that, and that's been an issue because of the mild winters. Yeah, because it's that's that that is a it's another one that runs across the ground and then up and covers everything, fences and yeah, leaning trees. And if it it's not nearly as sensitive, that's a, a good an asset of this queen's crown is that it does freeze back even a mild winter. Yeah, right. That right. Cat's claw doesn't necessarily freeze back and so you get a accumulation and it, when it's in a kind of an ideal habitat 
And as I remember, <clears throat> as I remember, if the uh, you know, you know, when a, a jasmine a, a fence, you're putting on a chain link fence. I'm talking about putting it on a chain link fence. You can go in there with a weed eater after it freezes back, and lightly take the stubble uh, off of off of the fence, unlike you would be able to do with jasmine or or something like that. So it's a it's a great plant. Uh, I don't. It, I guess it hadn't been on the. I, let's see. Has it been on the market forever? I mean, it, it feels like it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, did y'all sell it? At, at oh yeah. Wolf's? Oh, we grew our own. You grew your own. We grew our own. I didn't know. Just rushed by plugs of it, and uh, and he'd put the little stick in there, and <laughs> if it was hot out, I'd say it was available for for us to order in about three weeks. Oh, it so fast. Okay. I do. That's interesting. Hmm. But uh, it's something that uh, people with chain link fence might want to look at, uh, especially in new houses and e- even regular, even even your uh, wood fences. Uh, they they climb up a wood fence. Or yeah, you it's can not direct a, them up there. It's not like our uh, cross vine or or butterfly vine, though. It's not. It's more interested in. Running down the fence yeah. than it is to have a nice orderly uh, <laughs> up the block. Fence, huh? Yeah, you you have to want it for the blooms. Yeah, rather than a usually I don't. Milton's pulled a, up a picture a screen. of it. Screen. It's not yeah, a yeah. About. not a great screen. If you want to see it, uh, there's a Google uh, Queen's Crown vine and you see look, there's the picture along a fence. Yeah. Not a chain link. It's a wooden fence, but yeah, same yeah. principle. Yeah, that's that's what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and so you can see it. It's really pretty. And it makes the fence look kind of. Uh, well, but no, no, but notice that uh, you know if you had a cross vine or a butterfly vine there, you'd have a solid. Yeah. Wall. So it's a little different than that. This is. It's kind uh, of got a rustic look to it. It's got yeah. This is a the blooms are what you're after here rather than the covering. Yeah, that's an old-fashioned look. Yeah, there you go. Yes. That's that's a better description. Honeysuckle. Cool. Kind of like. All right, so I can come by and get them both today. Good. Different, different sizes. I'm, I'm saying, if I were interested, I could. The, uh, <laughs> yes, the the Wadelia, uh would be crying on the way out the door in one yeah, gallon. They all cry when I take them in the car. Home with you, but Wadelia's in one gallons. Uh, the mm-hmm. coral vine we have in one gallon and in five gallons. Oh, cool. So, and if I same deal, if I want to pick them up tomorrow, but make sure you have them, I just call the nursery. You bet. Four nine seven, three seven six zero four nine seven. Three seven six zero. Cool. Anything else? Mm, yeah. can, well, you can come visit. That's it. it. We do have a, another adult seminar coming up very quick. Millburgernursery.com, and you can find that. Millburgernursery.com. Um, What's right. the situation on the? Uh, Citrus, got all full full selection of uh, pretty good selection. Yeah, uh, I think lemon frost. I'm either out or really low. I'm surprised they even had that for sale. I mean, we we never discussed having that for sale, but that turned out to be a pretty good lemon. Uh, people like it. Yeah, uh, I think I think the, actually the last one I have is probably in that whiskey barrel up there, which is for sale. <laughs> Where, where am I looking? Oh, it's it's up there past the tomato. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 
All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming right up. Live from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Trace visiting and uh, Milton Glick right here on 930 AM, The Answer. So you're going to sing it. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I've got some great information for you. Your summer favorites are at Millburgers right now, and they're absolutely at incredible prices. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings 40% off on these terrific items, now all just $14.88. Like Gold Star Esperanza in the 12-inch pot, regularly $24.99. This beautiful, beautiful heat-loving plant is on sale for just $14.88. Right now, you'll save on Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados. On sale in the three-gallon container, just $14.88. Theralis or Showers of Gold is absolutely gorgeous with its big, long spikes of bright yellow flowers. And it's on sale for $14.88 in the three-gallon container. And Variegated Tapioca Plant on sale in the 12-inch pot. That's right. You guessed it. Just $14.88. You'll find these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. Do you owe the IRS or being audited by the IRS? Don't stress alone. Call Taxation Solutions at 210-263-3392. 210-263-3392. And listen to the Taxation Solutions Show for the answers to solving your tax problems. Sundays at 3 here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. By now, you've probably heard us talking about Project One, a citywide initiative to encourage mentoring in San Antonio. Project One was built because we believe that one person mentoring one other person who needs it for one hour weekly can make a huge long-term difference. Project One needs you. You've heard about it, but are you called to do something about it? Kids, marriage, workplace, teen pregnancy, the need is great, but there's an even greater acute need for mentors, you. Go to 930amtheanswer.com and click on the Project One banner for a list of organizations that are looking for people just like you. 
Project One. You've heard about it. Now follow the call you're hearing. Go to 930amtheanswer.com and click on the Project One link to learn how you can become a mentor to someone who needs it. Project One, a mentoring initiative brought to you by 930am The Answer, City Reachers, and the San Antonio Christian Leaders Forum. See how easy your old bathtub can be transformed into a beautiful safe shower. Call 210-655-1111. Give us a call before you fall. It's time to call Safe Shower. 210-655-1111. We wanted Donald Trump to get smart. We wanted him to surround himself with strong people. So he went out and got Mike Pence as his running mate. Good start. We wanted him to focus on what was important. So his final speech at the RNC was all about law and order. Democrats say it was doom and gloom. Yeah, well, maybe they forgot the mood in the country. Hey, Hillary, we're in trouble. Trump knows that. Buckle your seatbelts, folks. This station is all over it. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., the answer, our number, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, 866-308-8867. Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and I are ready to talk gardening with you at 308-8867. So our ginger is blooming. It is. Yeah. I hope it's right. Hey, so is, is ginger... It fragrant? Did you sniff it? I didn't sniff it. Oh, that's right. Y'all can't smell anything. Well, you don't smell so good. There you go. Um, which, which ginger do you have? That? I don't know. We got it from um, Laura's stepmom. Is the blooms coming from the ground or on the top? On the top. It's white. Is that right? Sound good, right? And it's in, is it planted in the ground? It's or? in a container. Well, in the shade? No. <laughs> well, it'll that's, take what I, us, huh? that's, that's what I'm wondering. Would it like the shade, too? Uh, would it prefer the shade? Morning. Uh, morning, morning sun, sun afternoon good. shade. Okay. It's got a little white bloom on it. Looks like we'll get some more in, you know, uh, as the day goes on. It should be very fragrant. I, I can't think of the name of that ginger. There's, there's a very common ginger that everybody uses. It's got the very thin leaves. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're pretty in containers and pretty like Kevin said, pretty in the shade too. The cannas are real happy. Yeah. The what? Cannas. The cannas. Oh, right, we have a yellow and a red. I like uh-huh. the yellow better because it's got freckles on it. See any hummingbirds around it? Mm-mm. Butterflies? I've been seeing hummingbirds yesterday. There were a bunch of hummingbirds here. Did you see them all? Yeah, I mean that. This is uh, we're, we're into that uh, getting into that fall migration period where they'll Ooh. be moving, and you know you never know which direction they're going. And we should be seeing ruby throats and rufous hummingbirds pretty soon, and then of course our black chin. That's always. You guys were. I was talking to somebody else. I think you were talking firebush. Yeah. But uh, one of the neatest things, if you can find a good fire bush in full bloom, uh, just get it from the nursery and put it on your patio. Yeah, that's right. And I always said full sun patio, but actually, you could just get if you got it in bloom, and you could just put it on any patio for now. That's right. It's shade or whatever. For the next month, you know, you're talking about the maybe two months, two and a half months for that migration period. And they'll they'll find it in hey, the toughest hummingbird. Uh, in, but the, you'll get these dog fights all the time. Yeah, that's what was happening here yesterday. Yeah. They were, when Trace was kind of closed out the show, they were whisking around and 
Just just chasing <laughs> each other and everything. So put the feeders up now, huh? And you could put yeah. it, but you fent us too. Yeah, mm. yeah, but that's uh, that's another alternative. Zinnias really attract them too. That's another option. But uh, but that the pentas and the firebush. The thing about them is you just get them right from the, uh, the right from the nursery. Right. And then I like. Uh, I don't know, Jerry. Do you like do you like them planted in the garden better than you, the firebush than in a container? No, no. They they'll larger bloom is there. Yeah. They'll they'll come after. Yeah, the neat thing about in a container is you get this globe about three feet around. Yeah. Perfectly it's... disciplined, loaded with blooms. <laughs> and then when the cold weather comes, it turns that uh, kind of a uh, purple. Yeah. Purple foliage. Dark purple. Yeah. Almost yeah. maroon. Yeah, so it's it's a really nice container plant, and if you wanted to, you know, for a permanent uh, plant on the uh, patio, then you probably would need sun if you're going to make it a permanent plant. But uh, get one of those fancy, uh, they really look nice in those kind of ceramic. Oh yeah. Containers. They they, they go with that. They they kind of got that Hispanic or uh, Mexican look. Yeah, Spanish courtyard kind of look. Yeah, um, but uh, that's a that's a real neat way to kind of change up your patio and ma- uh, make for some action. And also the sugar water feeders. Did you put your sugar water? Feeders? No, I forgot. So I need to get them up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what about other feedings? So I haven't had anything in my suet, my block feeder for a while. Yeah, I'm. I generally do about October first. Okay, so I can wait on that. Um, doesn't it doesn't hurt to have it a little earlier because you'll get some of the migrants. But uh, October first is always seems to be pretty effective. Okay, well I'll do the hummingbird feeders and put them all over, and uh, have some fun with that. So oh. well, you said a while ago that you didn't know which way the hummingbirds were go flying or going. Oh, they, well they they have they're generally going. North to south. Yeah. But like the Rufus hummingbirds, some of them do this almost zigzag. Uh, say west. Yeah, yeah. They go from the west to the east before they go south. Oh, okay. And then they'll then you'll have uh, groups groups that'll uh, might move uh, 30 miles to the you know straight west or they. And, oh, okay. So they so they're, they're depending on the weather. The hummingbird migration, the local migration, is pretty unpredictable. That's why you get all these. Your patio will be loaded with hummingbirds one day, mm-hmm. and then you won't see any for a week, and then the next thing you know, there's 15 of them there, and they're all fighting. <laughs> and you know, it might be a different variety. That's what that's what's fun about feeding. Yeah. In this time of the year. All right, 308-8867, the number to call, 308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. With fall looming, I mean, September is, will be, next week's show will be the first weekend of September. Um, what about kind of planting things from bulbs and seeds, which I've kind of enjoyed? Anything that'll... Well, we... Like flowers, not not vegetables and stuff. Yeah. Well, we always, uh, the iris transplanting is generally the best time is October, but any time. Now, I, I planted some cemetery iris out front 
uh, on outside my fence because the deer won't eat them. Mm. And they're kind of cool in the spring blooming. So I, re- I this is a good time for uh, digging up and thinning out iris and replanting. But you don't have to replant them instantly. They can no. sit in a paper sack for oh, okay. a while. You could plant you could if you could find the bulbs, uh, uh, rain lilies. Uh, you know the well, they're all over. The they, they're like blooming, that. yeah. Yeah, they're blooming. And you know what else has started to bloom? Hmm. Your favorite. I don't know if you've lost yours or if oxblood. Oxblood started. Oh, to are bloom. they? No, I'll have to look for it. No, yeah. it's yeah. With all this rain, I bet you they're yeah. coming up. I'll have to check mine. Yeah, this rain, the rain kind of. Um, I think confused a lot of plants. You know, the, I mentioned the some lettuce that's coming up and <laughs> things that. Crawford, think, Crawford wants to get started. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't hold me back. You know. <laughs> so, so uh, that's an indication that it's time to plant or, or stand to start thinking about cold weather crops. Yeah, and that's a, you know that's why I, I get I'm real hesitant to plant early, but then I think, well, if the Crawford lettuce thinks it's time. Maybe, maybe you could uh, you buy. It. And what you're you're saying, Jerry, is too that the advantage, of course, is if you're successful, you get an earlier crop. Yeah. And yeah. then you get uh, you can not nothing to say you can't plant. Shoot, well October is kind of pr- prime time, but you can plant all all through the winter actually. Yeah, yeah, and and make succession plantings. So you'll always have a fresh crop coming. And our, um, I was wondering if our, uh, I guess our carrots, after after mid February, carrots and radishes and beets, all those ought to come up too. Right. Mid February. Mid September. Yeah, mid September. Did I say February? Yeah. Oh well, I'm only six months off. We're we're listening <laughs> to you, Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. Hey, we got Bill on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hi, Bill. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. How can we help you? Well, I've got uh, four Texas ebony trees that I have uh, grown from seed. Uh, they're currently uh, planted in molasses tubs, and they're probably one-inch caliber and about six to eight feet tall. And I want to, and they're in my backyard here in San Antonio, but I want to put them in the ground in, uh, on our ranch, which is about 100 miles south of here. Uh, which is probably borderline uh, temperature-wise for them to survive. But they've done well for five years uh, in pots. So yeah, I think they'll do well know, down there. Uh, so I want to know what should I do in terms of fertilizer or root stimulator when I put them in the ground? I don't think I'd you know, overdo it. No, because I, I, I'd be, you know, they, everybody's, Still trying to figure out exactly what makes them tick, and you know they're not, they're hard to get to germinate. Your, yours with a one-inch caliper are pretty valuable, probably. Well, how much uh, you want to offer me for them? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they're and they're not the easiest thing to get the transplanted. Yeah, to get them to do anything, I think it, 
I well, they, think I've, like I I've said, heard where you, we you started, transplant them and they sit there and stare at you, you know. Yeah. You know, like I said, we started them from seed. Uh, we got some seeds down in the valley one year and uh, started them in small pots and have grown them in, their, in molasses tubs now. Uh, and they're probably about five years old. Yeah. But Definitely like want a well-drained a well-drained site. What well, what is your what is your soil uh, down on the ranch? Is it rocky black or clay. bleachy or black clay? Black clay. Bla- black clay. Ew. Hmm. You definitely you definitely want to watch uh, for the drainage situation. Got any well, slopes? You know we've got a got several uh, stock tanks and the. Uh, uh, dams around those are soil, and I think that's a little looser there, and there, there's some slope there where we could get some better drainage. Yeah, that and, and, and it'd be better moisture, you know, in, in the drought time of the year. Yeah, I, I would uh, go ahead and wait till uh, till the weather definitely continuously cools off, and that's that's in uh, October, November. Yeah, before I try. And basically, you you want to, you don't need root stimulator and all that stuff. You can you you can use it if it makes you feel better, but uh, you want to dig out uh, an area uh, the size of of your root ball of, of your container, basically. Okay, that they're that sure. they're growing in, and you want to you want to don't pl- don't plant it any deeper than the top of the the root ball. In other words, you want to see the very top of the root ball uh, on on the surface, on the surface of the, and maybe even a little above. Yeah, because when you see them out in nature, there a lot of times they're just the roots kind of yeah on top running of over the soil, top of the ground. Yeah, on top of the soil. So do you understand? You want you don't you don't want to bury that root ball. You want right. you want the top of it to be on the surface. And then, uh, and then water them uh, sparingly uh, uh, during the during the winter. Oh, hopefully we'll be getting some rains. But uh, water them in good, but uh, yeah, yeah, water them in good, and then uh, then then kind of water them. It's it's hard to give you a time period, but I would say after they've been watered in regular regular. Uh, Watered in thoroughly when you plant, uh, water maybe once a week around the plant there. Okay. And uh, because uh, they they've got to get their root system out into that uh, surrounding soil. Okay. Keep us informed. Right. Uh, well, Thanks, you know Bill. this is uh, this is land where. Uh, Mesquite and Weesatch do great, and I great, great. cousin to the uh, to those uh, trees. Yeah. And so, um, other than the temperature sensitivity, I'm hoping that they'll uh, uh, take hold and uh, and do well there. I think you I think you'll do well. You've you've done pretty well with them so far. What did you grow them in? Uh, potting, just regular potting mix. Yep. Uh, just okay. you know, just back potting soil. Okay. Good. Good. And, you know, I think it's, I think it was uh, dumb luck rather than any kind of horticultural expertise <laughs> that uh, they they got them going. And and we probably planted I don't know twenty seeds or so, 
Uh-huh. And, and and this is this is what we've got. That, uh, well, you did good. Survived. That's a good percentage. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're not easy to big. grow. You know, it, 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 when they were smaller, we'd haul them in the garage at night uh, in the winter time. Yeah, they got cold. But now they're too too big, and uh, I'm too old to haul those uh, <laughs> molasses tubs around. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, well, uh, that, uh, even young people are too old. Uh, as we move those molasses tubs, especially when they get have moisture in them and they they've got uh, they're a little bit wet and they get heavier and heavier. Lots of roots. Yep. Yeah, lots of roots. Thanks, Bill. Okay. Good thank luck. you. Good luck to you. Let us know how it turns out. All right, we okay. go back to the phone lines now and talk to Carol, who's on the line at 308-8867-308-8867. Hi, Carol. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Hi. How are you doing today? Hi. Thanks, Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, in uh, the Southern Living magazine um, that I received uh, lately, uh, they have this plant. Uh, well, they call it a blue star, but the, the name of the plant is, I have to spell this, H-U-B. The, the, what do they call it? H-U-B-R-I-C-H-T. Uh, and another name they have here is a M S O N I A H U B R I C H T M Sonia Hubritsky or something. Let's see. I found it. Oh, well, whoops. Common name Blue Star. Blue Star? Yeah. What is it? A lily or is it a? Well, let's see what it says. Oh, here, I'll show you. Suggested use in arranged garden flower, showy leaf is good, good fall attracts butterflies, deer tolerant, uh, average medium well drained soil to full to, in full sun to part shade, best fall foliage, usually occurs in full sun, but flowers generally last longer given some afternoon shade. Um, commonly called blue star. Arkansas Amazonia uh, is an or Hubrix Amazonia is un, is an uncommon perennial that is native to the oh Achita Mountains in central Arkansas. Yeah. Okay, that's a that's an acid. Did I pronounce that right? That's an acid-loving plant. In other words, oh, it grows in acid soils, and and it sounds like it grows in a in a cooler climate than we're we're going to have around here, I doubt if you could find one anyway. Did, okay. Did you say you found well, one, or you're looking for them? No, or? she saw it in some. Oh, okay. You know, you might you might try it. It's it's not the uh, you know we got lots of people grow, growing tropical things, so you could try. Uh, and we got people growing blueberries, so you could. <laughs> And it's a relatively small plant, it looks like. So you yeah. could you could do it in a whiskey barrel with uh, a sphagnum peat and and have an acid situation there. But uh-huh. if it's yeah, if it's uh, 
it's probably easy to find on the internet if you wanted to try it. But it okay. the, the fact that we it's not real common in the retail market here indicates that people have probably tried it and not not had uh, absolute success with it. Okay. What, Sorry. What, uh, what uh, my focus was, it is uh, it's not bothered by uh, pests or deer. And uh, you know, out here in Bernie, you're always bothered by deer. Right. So, I I wonder what that means, Tom. Deer tolerant. Uh, uh, maybe maybe they can eat it down and it'll, yeah. it'll it won't won't hurt it or something. I don't know. Okay. Why okay. well, I'm, I'm just wanted to know if that was something that you all carried. No, no ma'am. But if there is uh, that's an Arkansas plant. And there, you know, maybe somebody in the audience has tried it too. They can call in, and with, that's always pretty interesting to hear what experiences people have had with that plant. Mm-hmm. I've heard that blue star before, but I don't, but I, you know, it could be a common name like that. could be anything. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty flower. Yeah. Thanks, Carol. Good luck, Carol. All right. Thank you. You Bye. bet. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. 308-8867. 308-8867. Toll free. 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up. Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I've got some great information for you. Your summer favorites are at Millburgers right now, and they're absolutely at incredible prices. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings 40% off on these terrific items, now all just $14.88. Like Gold Star Esperanza in a 12-inch pot, regularly $24.99. This beautiful, beautiful heat-loving plant is on sale for just $14.88. 88. Right now, you'll save on Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados. On sale in the three-gallon container, just $14.88. Theralis or Showers of Gold is absolutely gorgeous with its big, long spikes of bright yellow flowers. And it's on sale for $14.88 in the three-gallon container. And Variegated Tapioca Plant on sale in the 12-inch pot. That's right. You guessed it. Just $14.88. You'll find these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. 1604 on Boulevard Road. Strong Foundation Films presents Scarlet, featuring Stephen Baldwin. When I see you pray, I see a man that I want to be. I try to make my life all about God so that when you do look at me, you see him working through me. Chase and his fiancée Scarlet love God and use their talents to serve him together. Then their plans for marriage take an unexpected turn. Their faith is tested. I mean, why is God doing this to me? Stephen Baldwin says there's a purity about this film and how it expresses love and grace and forgiveness. There's a unique honesty to this that makes it different and special. The lives of Scarlett, Chase, and Mia intertwine to bring hope to the hopeless, peace to the battle, and beauty from the ashes. I fought the good fight just like Jesus. Now it's your turn. Their battle is about to begin, but God always wins. Scarlet in theaters September 2nd. Visit scarletmovie2016.com for tickets and showtimes. 
Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Proverbs 11.14 says, Where there is no counsel, the people fall. Hi, I'm Edgar Baez from the Baez Law Firm. As a former nurse, I empathize with the injured. I am ready to serve you and fight for you. Because the rest of the verse says, But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. From auto accidents to trucking accidents or company vehicle accidents, we won't collect unless we win your case. Let our family help you and yours. The Baez Law Firm. Auto Accident Attorneys. 210-979-9777. TheBaezLawFirm.com. Attention job seekers. The Lackland Air Force Base Chapel is looking to quickly fill an important position. Student Ministry Director or SMCD. Applicants must have a two-year degree and at least two years of experience working within a student ministry. If you excel at customer service, possess Windows-based skills, and able to work in a spiritually sensitive environment, learn more now at the community calendar page at 930amtheanswer.com or call Staff Sergeant O'Neill at 671-8702. God bless America and Lackland Air Force Base. If you need a creative welcome gift for a teacher or a special treat for a student, the Alamo City Chocolate Factory has the answers. From teachers have class lollipops to thank you chocolate bars. You can even get creative with a chocolate 3D apple filled with homemade chocolate treats. The Alamo City Chocolate Factory at 1604 in Blanco in the Vineyard Shopping Center. 490-5333. Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Live the sweet and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 308-8867, the number to call, or come on out here and visit with us at 1604 on Boulevard Road. It's a nice sunny day. Uh, some folks out here doing some shopping, looking at the perennials and uh, still looking at tomatoes and stuff. So why don't you come on out and say hi to us at 308 308- 8867. Gavin got a good article in yesterday's paper. I realize a lot of people don't take yesterday's paper. Uh, it's in section C. But uh, he was talking about uh, troubleshooting problems if only, if only the rain turns your grass green. Uh, and he's talking about uh, the different things. Uh, uh, he also mentioned in there to sign up for free lawn water uh, watering advice. Visit the Gardens Style San Antonio page of the Saws website. GardenStyleSanAntonio.com. And they should be. You pro- you'll probably. Org. Yeah, you'll find it. Uh, but Mark Peterson contacted me and said that uh, generally the. Uh, Garden style, the G, the S, and SA should be capitals, and then you'll go directly. Uh, I think I think in that article they say they're all lowercase. Now what now? Oh, the, the, the to get access, style? yeah, to sign up for, to get access to all that uh, San Antonio water system information about lawn watering and landscaping, you go to this gar- garden style San Antonio. 
dot com. Okay, so it it should be capitalized. Garden Capital. style should be S, the G and the S and the S A. Okay. Capitalized instead of the all, all lowercase uh, for easier access. But if you do a if you do the just do saws saws dot org, you'll get there. You'll get there. You'll eventually. be able to track yeah, it back to yeah, the eventually there. Because they, they keep you know, they show the little squares, you know, and say for more landscape information, go to garden styles, or they'll say to sign up for the the lawn watering information. They tell you how to do that. You don't have to be a Saws customer to get access to that. I uh, see that. To that uh, email of theirs. Okay. So it's. Uh, and they, you know, they give you. They so give you. They, they don't send out a newsletter, do they? Or they they send they out an email. Oh, do they? Yeah, and it's a real short newsletter, but it re- refers you. You know, it just introduces you to the topic, gives you your lawn watering recommendation. Okay. And then it says to follow up on this, this topic. Uh, click here and go on to the to the website so it's a lot of good information okay but they don't send out a, a newsletter like Millburgers sends out not anymore out. not anymore no oh did they used to yeah they used to send uh, they, and maybe uh, maybe it was because they put them in your water bill they put yeah that that one and then there was a, a much longer electronic one but now it's okay. abbreviated uh, okay. email and then you uh, to get more information, you just go to the website. Okay. And did we, Mark, mention that they are a new, uh, there, if you're a saw, for this, for saws customer, there's a new, uh, oh, bait, rebates? Yeah, a new rebate, and they oh. have a new plant list, and so oh. that you can get, uh, you know, if you replace some lawn area with a, combination of a various number of plants and they list I don't know how many plants sometimes there were 20 um, that you uh, get a uh, certain amount of your money back for the mm-hmm. for planting those and uh, I think it starts September 1st and you there you can go to the website it's probably in your uh, get out your saws saws uh, bill as Jerry mentioned yeah. Yeah, all that information will be in there too mm-hmm. Okay, in in Calvin's article, he also uh, talks about uh, uh, her, uh, pre-emergent herbicide. In other words, pre-emergent to the to the weeds uh, before the weeds come out. It said, uh, the rain will stimulate a crop of hot weather weeds to sprout. I've I've test I've uh, witnessed those sprouting uh, amaranth. Oh, pigweed, and those will be followed by cool weather weeds. The cool weather weeds, such as bed straw, rescue grass, dandelions, thistles, breakers, lice, and uh, annual rye, can be greatly reduced by application of a pre-emergent herbicide, such as Amaze is the first one listed, XL Gallery Portrait at the end of August. That's now. Yep. And uh, uh, follow no, label instructions. As we discussed yesterday, Neil Neil Sperry likes dimension too, but we 
What we concluded yesterday is make sure you read the label and yeah. make sure the weed that you want to control is covered. A maze is a pretty general one that takes care of everything we talk about generally, but a lot of the others are concentrated on concentrate on broadleaf or grasses, and they may include one or two other uh, from the other type of plants. But uh, um, yeah, to make for them to work, and they're 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 pretty effective if you follow the label instructions and your the weeds that you're uh, attempting to control are are uh, on the label. Hey, you didn't mention. What? Sandburrs? Sandburrs. Yeah, I did. I did click. I uh, talked about. Two other reeds such as bed straw, rescue grass, dandelion thistle, beggar's lice, and annual rice. Yeah. I'm thinking that well, they'll. maize will control. Uh, oh, yeah. Maize controls this. I'm thinking this. This thistle, uh, some. Uh, I think they're one of those hot weather weeds that's. that's Gonna like just like your pigweed. Yeah. I think we'll get a a new germination mm-hmm. after that rain. Yeah. Because you got a lot of bare ground out there, and then you've got yeah. the, their seeds are always sitting there ready for action. And if you can uh, identify the plant, uh, there you know, you can get get one of those image products and just do a, a little spray on on the plants. And that'll kill them. Now, of course, it doesn't do you any good if the, already the thistles are show, showing. So yeah. you, there you might want to just take your shovel. And the thing about sandburrs are they don't have a real extensive root system. So you can relatively easy with the spade just to pop up the plant, take them thistle and all, put them in a garbage bag, put them in the, gar- uh, in the garbage. And that, especially that's practical if you've got a relatively small yard or you want to have, you want to, clear out uh, the area of the dog pen or something like that. So let's say I live in Wilson County. And, of course, I have gophers and thistles, I mean, uh, sandburrs. And some are sprouting now. And I can't recognize the other weeds that I have. You know, a lot of it, we talk about uh, naming all these chickweeds and henbit and all the clover and all that stuff, rescue grass, bluegrass. Uh, I can't I can't identify those grasses, and I can't. So I, wa- I want to put down, well, what should I do now to, to spray? Should I put down a pre-emergence of a maze, use a maze insecticide? And before you answer that question, uh-oh. Yeah, we got to take a break, so we'll find out the answer to this coming up in just a second. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Our number, 308-8867, 308-8867. Give us a call and be a part of the show. Toll free, it's 866 308 uh, the number to call. All right, well, let's get back to what you were talking about. Do you remember? Duh. Oh, no. We've lost him. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry was asking. What, I was on a row, man. He derailed me. I didn't mean to. We had to stop. Yeah, what the strategy might be 
right now if you were, and he was talking about Wilson County, but because uh, it's, it's time for pre-emergent, but we're also, you're not going to, anything that's already germinating, the pre-emergent is not going to affect. And uh, so we were, we were talking about uh, potential to use that image, one of those image from them. And I, I think several of them are effective with um, sandburrs. They list them, but you want to make sure that is on the li- on the label because there's three or four formulations yeah. of, of image. And they and there you can just spray in. The, if you got Bermuda grass, you can just spray, spray over it, the top. Yeah, spray it over the top, and it'll take care of those. Uh, take care of the uh, young sandburrs. There you go. And then. Uh, and old sandburrs. Yeah, and the, yeah. Except with the taking care of old sand sandburr plants, still leaves the burrs. The, yeah. As effective as image is, it doesn't dissolve those burrs. <laughs> and then next, that the, gummit, the key. Just don't make it. Right. Put it, put that uh, on your calendar. The real key time for sandburrs is is about March first. That's when you use your maze, or if you got a bigger property use XL and that 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 will uh, help prevent a lot of those sandburrs from germinating I guess if you do that based on people's experience if you do that two years in a row you pretty much get them under control mm. for a while you know until you until they come back yeah until dogs walk them in or deer or, or people <laughs> uh, especially if you're someplace where they're real susceptible to, like in the sand soils down South of the and city. And the, the reason we're using a maze is because it has some activity against uh, uh, broadweed, broadweed, broad leafed, annual winter weeds, and also the uh, uh, grasses a little bit. Yeah, you could get, like in my yard, bed straw and uh, rescue grass. Yeah. And both of those, it's real effective. And also the, uh, what's the one, one that has the stickers? Uh, oh, well, Beggar's Lice is one of them. Yeah, yeah, Beggar's Lice. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That one's... That's the one that bothers my dogs. Oh, and me, when they bring to come in covered with those things. Weeds, weeds, weeds. But uh, now's the time for that, if... if so you could that's that's the reason you put those on, not necessarily for the for the grass burrs. So if you're in San Antonio area and you don't have grass burrs, then all you have to do is is uh, use a maze. Or now 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 is the time to do that. Yeah, and it does crabgrass too. Yeah. Of course, we're not as bothered by crabgrass as much as a lot of other places, but still we see it. Now don't don't worry about it uh, taking out your uh, uh, horse herd. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I know a lot of you are worried that uh, that it might uh, kill your horse. Sure. Herd. Yeah. It, it might it might stop some of the seed, some of the Brazilian seed that is germinating. From germinating, but it's basically going to thin the thin the crop out for you because a horse herd. Well, you shall would, return. You would be so proud, Jerry, because I think the awareness of horse herb has really <laughs> become elevated. Uh, uh, one of the questions and answers I got from one of the small town newspapers was, that, you know, that horse herb, you know, horse herb is up. 
they want, they didn't know exactly what it was, but but the, the deer love it. Yeah. yeah. And, and the uh, butterflies. You, yeah, you found that that's the right. Yeah, I mentioned that the the uh, black swallowtails were this winter were really. It just amazes me is that what was it just before the rain started? It almost had disappeared. Oh, it looked puny. Yeah, it and, puny really. Oh yeah, it's just just flat. Yeah, and the deer, dirt. the deer in my neighborhood were trying to reach pecan leaves uh. and <laughs> eating stuff they wouldn't normally. And then halfway through the rains, the, uh, the horse herbs are back. all back, and they're mm-hmm. just feasting on this easy picking stuff. Plus, <laughs> it's like they all like they mowed it, but it uh, doesn't disappear. It just keeps growing and filling in. Yeah. So. It's, it's a, it doesn't doesn't kill you don't have to worry about it. Well, and it's kill, hard killing back. It's hard to kill even with Roundup or something. Yeah, that's that's where I first fell in love with it. Was uh-huh. Dr. Larry Stein was saying that Roundup will kill it. Uh, it it might kill it, but it it comes back. You know, it just burns it back. I've heard people call it um, a straggler. Daisy, Daisy. Straggler Daisy, yeah. Okay. I've yeah. heard people call it that too. Now, if you use a herbicide, use a pre emergent herbicide, you don't want to believe, use it where you're going to have wildflowers, where you want to sow oh. wildflowers or wildflowers are going to come up. Well, because they're a winter weed, right? That's right. And then now, if you, if you really get fancy on your timing, um, of course, you couldn't do you couldn't do the you couldn't do the win the winter, but uh, you could. What do you your your pre-emergent herbicides are effective four to five months at the most. Mm-hmm. So I guess, but uh, yeah, but it's kind of unpredictable too. So you, yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna have some good uh, wildflowers, you're probably eliminating the uh, chance of really making effective use of right. pre-emergent herbicides. Right. And uh, the reason I know that it's time, wildflower time is because I got a little uh, email from uh, John Thomas at the Wild Seed Farm, and they're going to have their fall planting days uh, September 9 through 11. It's coming up. And uh, John will... Uh, Founder John Thomas, founder and president of Wild Seed Farms, will lead an informative seminar and demonstration from 2 to 4 p.m. daily on the 9, September 9 through 11, and um, he'll he'll be telling about how to plant wildflower seed and 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 things like that, and answering any and all your questions that you might have. So if you want to travel up there and Learn from the master, so to speak. Uh, that's September 9th through 11th from uh, 2, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. in the afternoon. And Millburgers does carry yeah, they, a lot of the, lot mm-hmm, of the wild yeah, seed products. A lot of the wildflower seed. So, uh, but now, now is the time to start planting them, and that goes for blue bonnets, too. Now, don't. Don't get your hopes up and find a lot of blue bonnet seed, even at Wild Seed Farm, because uh, I, th- I think they've taken the the maroon or Alamo fire out of the seed catalog. I haven't looked mm. for sure. Well, you can tell that its seed is pretty rare when they uh, transport it by 
armored car. You know? <laughs> yeah, we we might what we might try to do is uh, is have a, se- a session. Let's say probably if we see it in September, October, probably in November, where we have transplants available. So uh, from from the few, uh, small amount of seed that we have left. Of uh, of, uh, of, uh, of blue bonnet, maroon especially, and blues. Uh, every everything is in short supply. We we may grow some transplants and have them available maybe in November. And I think that's kind of a neat strategy too, because you can plant a little clump. Yeah, a little clump. clump and then they they seed, and you get the bigger clump. And, yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's usually pretty effective too, and you can give them a little that initial planting. Give a little extra care, keep the weeds down at right, least. Right, right. And uh, if that, it gets real dry, give them a little water. And that may be what we have to settle for this year. We're we're about, about to lose our color seed, color color blue bonnet seed. And uh, but don't get excited. We we got a, a year or two to hang on to them. But if we don't get a good crop next year it's going to be iffy we'll probably have to use transplants to do a seed increase and uh, I, I think I'm going to travel up to Wild Seed this, this week and have a strategy session with John we may, we may just plant some in his demonstration beds up there you know, so that we can basically take care of them. And we, we may even use transplants. Did we ever get a report from Jerry on his uh, wildflower program, his blue bonnet program? Oh, it went real well. Uh, David said it went well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one I gave at the uh, You didn't have any uh, office. any of those uh, protesters or anything from No, no, <laughs> uh, no. Main him? I, I don't know from we, we had over, University of Texas. No, that's right, from UTM. <laughs> We had over 50 people there, standing room only, and uh, what was amazed we, was that we had uh, some of the old-timers there. Uh, Billy Billy was there. Oh, good. Oh, good. You know, our tomato guy. Yeah. Uh, Billy was there, and uh, uh, our Rose, Rose man was there. Uh, the Eddie or? Uh, Bradley. Oh, Ed Bradley. Yeah. Ed, Ed Bradley and yeah. Was there, cool. and, and so uh, a, a lot of the uh, old timers were there. I, I was glad to see them, but they just wanted to hear the blue bonnet story. Uh huh. Did and, anybody ask you about the the controversy of, of you know when you came out with the colors? I did mention that. Oh, good, uh, good, because <laughs> I think that's a, that's really an interesting. See, Kevin smiling when I get in trouble. He yeah. Stuff and that, that makes him happy. <laughs> But that 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 is such a an interesting story, you know that uh, it stirred them up. <laughs> well, and it just kind of illustrates the the, the issues that, yeah. that you can have when you, you you know when it appears that something's not natural that actually is natural, and you, yeah, and then the the a lot of times the the resultant discussion everybody learns something from the discussion. Yeah. Uh, what funny thing, about, funny part about it is, and I've got a picture of uh, of a uh, uh, 
a clump or a grouping of uh, different colored blue bonnets being held by Greg Grant in Greg, Greg, Greg's hand. And uh, it was when he tried to take the different colors up to a seminar they were having in uh, at the Johnson Library in Austin. Uh-huh. And uh, so he, he Greg tried to, was going to, Add to the program by uh, showing all the different colors that we developed down here, and they they threw him out. They wouldn't even let him in the building. Huh? Because of the, they they didn't. At the Wildflower Center. Not the Yeah. At at the, it, it was it was uh, it was sponsored by the Wildflower huh. Center, but it was at the Johnson Library. Huh. Hmm. And they wouldn't even, he, he made a lot, a lot of pretty bouquets of these different colors. Uh-huh. You know how Greg is. And, uh, you know, terrorist groups, the, it's just, just amazing where yeah, they arrive, you know, they arise. They, 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 he, he, he just broke his heart. He just broke his heart because he couldn't believe that people didn't want to see the different colors of the blue bonnet, you know, but they didn't didn't want that part of the controversy. In well, for, for those of you in our wa- audience that aren't real familiar with it, uh, these, all these colors we talk about in blue bonnets generally appear in nature. Yeah. Now, by selecting the ones that have the brightest red, you can kind of modify the color a little bit because it, they keep getting brighter and brighter as long as you're pretty uh, conscientious in your selection. But, it, you know, it's all all the colors that already exist in nature. Just not every one and not every blue bonnet is blue. <laughs> Poor Greg. <laughs> But as we always tell them, people always say, well, how can it be red and you call it a blue bonnet? Because blue bonnet is a single, singular name. In other words, it's written as one word, blue bonnet, like blue jeans. Yeah, you have, you have white blue, blue jeans yeah. and messed up blue jeans like they're selling now where they're, I guess they bleach them out or something that look like, look like they're old, torn up jeans. And uh, and blue bonnets are the same way. There, that blue bonnet is one word. So if you have different colors, you call it white blue bonnet, red blue bonnet, uh, uh, dark blue blue bonnet. But any anyway, the color adjective goes in front of it. But anyway, yeah, don't 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 put out pre-emergent where you expect to plant uh, wildflowers. And uh, like like I said, we've got a, a wild seed farm display or, or seed rack that uh, shows you all the blue bonds and I, I mean all the wildflower seed that you can plant at this time of the year, which include ninety uh, percent, you would think, or more of the wild of the wildflower seed should be planted, that bloom next spring should be planted now. Yeah, let's see, the only one that probably, yeah, although this year was kind of a, I guess Cosmos generally wouldn't be Right, right. But almost every other one I can think of. Um, You know, earlier in our discussion we talked about that timing of the pre-emergent versus wildflowers. And, and, And what I was thinking about when I kind of brought up that, that you, there, there are some, Folks that have both wildflowers and they have real bad sand, uh, sandburrs. Mm-hmm. So the timing to them. So if they just wait a little bit, like uh, into like March 10th, put their 
pre-emergent down, they yeah. can stop most of their sandburrs without Damaging eliminating wildflowers. wildflowers. Right. That's yeah. a good point to make. Yeah, so you could, that timing. Now, of course, n- nothing's real absolute in that kind of pre-emergent, but generally, generally you would not affect your wildflower germination because they're not going to germinate till November at the earliest, probably. Right. The what? Yeah. The sandburrs. Yeah. Right. And, and the, so and you, the got, you can eliminate your sandburrs, and let's see, you'd have March, April, May, June. Oh, yeah, you'd have seven or eight months for the impact of the of the pre-emergent to, to dissipate. Just enough to block the sandburrs. You, you probably wouldn't want to do that uh, the end of May, a maize kind of application that a lot of people trying to block sandburrs do. But, but you could do that earlier one, and you could eliminate a lot of the sandburrs and still, still have. Because if your wildflowers are up and blooming or even up, your pre-emergent is not going to hurt them. Right. Let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. And I've got some great information for you. Your summer favorites are at Millburgers right now, and they're absolutely at incredible prices. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings 40% off on these terrific items, now off just $14.88. Like Gold Star Esperanza in the 12-inch pot, regularly $24.99. This beautiful, beautiful heat-loving plant is on sale for just $14.88. Right now, you'll save on Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados. On sale in the three-gallon container, just $14.88. Theralis or Showers of Gold is absolutely gorgeous with its big, long spikes of bright yellow flowers. And it's on sale for $14.88 in the three-gallon container. And Variegated Tapioca Plant on sale in the 12-inch pot. That's right. You guessed it. Just fourteen eighty eight. You'll find these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Proverbs eleven fourteen says, "Where there is no counsel, the people fall." Hi, I'm Edgar Bias from the Bias Law Firm. As a former nurse, I empathize with the injured. I'm ready to serve you and fight for you. Because the rest of the verse says, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. From auto accidents to trucking accidents or company vehicle accidents, we won't collect unless we win your case. Let our family help you and yours. The Bias Law Firm. Auto Accident Attorneys. 210-979-9777. TheBiasLawFirm.com. Thanks for the memories. At Schlitterbahn Water Park. The magic begins the moment we arrive. Jump in, now we're living in the moment. Take a joyride on the water slide. How I wish this day would last forever. Hold on to every moment. We're going to set up Hold on to every moment. There are more ways to play and splash the day away together. Parking and tubes are free, and Schlitterbahn lets you bring a picnic. At the end of the day, we all have something special to hold on to. Hold on to every moment. 
discounted tickets at Schlitterbahn.com. By now, you've probably heard us talking about Project One, a citywide initiative to encourage mentoring in San Antonio. Project One was built because we believe that one person mentoring one other person who needs it for one hour weekly can make a huge long-term difference. Project One needs you. You've heard about it, but are you called to do something about it? Kids, marriage, workplace, teen pregnancy, the need is great. But there's an even greater acute need for mentors. You. Go to 930amtheanswer.com and click on the Project One banner for a list of organizations that are looking for people just like you. Project One. You've heard about it. Now follow the call you're hearing. Go to 930amtheanswer.com and click on the Project One link to learn how you can become a mentor to someone who needs it. Project One, a mentoring initiative brought to you by 930am The Answer, City Reachers, and the San Antonio Christian Leaders Forum. If you need a creative welcome gift for a teacher or a special treat for a student, the Alamo City Chocolate Factory has the answers. From teachers have class lollipops to thank you chocolate bars. You can even get creative with a chocolate 3D apple filled with homemade chocolate treats. The Alamo City Chocolate Factory at 1604 in Blanco in the Vineyard Shopping Center. 490-5333. Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Live the sweet life. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer 308 8867 308-8867. Yes, sir. You know, we got a lot of great events coming up. Okay. Uh, and uh, I meant to tell everybody yesterday that... Uh, oh, yeah, you were talking about your... Yeah, there's another... Uh, you know, we're talking about the, the fall and the cool weather vegetables. I'm going to be giving a program, a free program, at uh, Dream Hill Estates neighborhood uh, over by the medical center. Um and you can just, uh, if you want more information on the exact address, the neighborhood's small. You just uh, uh, don't Babcock across from the running track, and there'll be signs out. But uh, that's on the se- se- September 17th. And if you do want more information, just uh, my email is kelvinrfinch um, at gmail.com. It's a free program. Uh, we'll talk about... Uh, I think we're going to have a nutritionist there to talk about the health. I think we'll, we'll call it. And everybody that comes, though, will probably get, get at least one transplant to try in your garden. We had great luck with the tomatoes for the tomato program. But anyway... Put that on your calendar. It's the 17th at 10 a.m. It's a Saturday. It'll be just before the radio show, and it'll be over on by the medical center area on uh, 6800 Dorothy Louise Drive, uh, right off of Babcock, outside the Loop. And we'll be talking about it more uh, before the event. And you can also send me an email if you want. That's a neighbor, neighborhood program, or yeah, it's an it's a it's part of our uh, intergenerational. Uh, programming there at uh, Dream Hill Estates. Uh, Intergenerational, what? Oh, we, we, I don't know if I want to go, Beth. <laughs> <That's laughs> are they going to mess with me or what are they going to do? Our neighborhood, in recognition that 
a lot of the residents are aging. Oh, really? Yeah. Old people. So we're so we're <laughs> so we're scheduling classes that uh, attract both young people and oh, old people. Oh, I see what you mean. So we don't get isolated. And, uh, In other words, you got some programs for old people. So if you're old, you can come on over there and enjoy the program. And if you're young, yeah. If that's you're that young. intergenerational. Is that how it works? I yeah. think that's it. Well, you know, you know you'd know, be surprised at one of the, the ones that really attract the bicycle maintenance, bicycle safety. You, know, uh-huh. so you look at some of the audience and uh-huh. are you guys riding bicycles? <laughs> Uh, but we, yeah, we try to do uh, and arts and crafts and uh, safety, health, good nutrition, exercise, all those kind of things. And gardening is one of the big ones. You're not too old to garden, right? Not, That's right. Never too old to garden. That's right. Can Forrest come? As old Forrest, as he is, yeah, Forrest yeah. Apple. We'll just he can just come in there with his walker and we'll wheel okay. we'll him in there. Okay. <laughs> going to beat you up. All right, Robert's on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey there, Robert, what's going on? How can we help you today? Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Um, I had a, a neighbor who does landscaping put in some Bermuda in my backyard uh, in November, uh, this last November, and it, you know how it goes dormant in the winter, so it didn't look very healthy at that time, and he assured me it would come back. Uh, in the spring, and I'm still waiting for it to come back. Um, it, it looks anemic at best. Um, most of the the grass that I see um, is that you know gray slash dead color, but there's little bits of green growing in there. So I haven't totally given up on most of it, um, but there are there's a lot of shade. Um, you know, I have a big um, a silverleaf maple in my backyard that actually driving in all this heat um but the, the question is um I'm, i've almost given up on it and i want to know um what kind of seed i can put on that sod um like soon so i can get it growing so i don't have a, a backyard full of mud this winter i have a dog and i need to have grass for him is it is it he put out sod is that right rather than seed yes Yes, expensive salt, I might add. Yeah, you did. You mentioned a couple of things that are the problem. Number one, Bermuda grass won't won't grow in the shade, so that's an, that's right. an issue. Yeah. So and then there, <clears throat> so you can't. And uh, Bermuda grass is about the only thing we can grow with uh, reasonably with seed here. So that's that's not going to be an option. If if your Bermuda grass was going to prosper it should be really going strong right now with all the rain uh, yeah, and this rain. spring too and the heat yeah it's, so that's surprising that it didn't didn't take is it brown is that, i mean is it dead brown well you know how how when they give it to you in the in the winter it has that brownish look you know kind of right. it looks kind right. of dead well it, it never seemed to get past that stage it's just, a lot of it just stayed that color and <clears throat> but like yeah. I say, there's little bits of green growing in these, you know, apparently dead patches. So it's not yeah. totally dead. There is some life in it. I just don't know what I can do uh, other than chop down my tree uh, <laughs> to get the grass to grow. Have uh, you not mow? Have you not mowed this grass? Did it never ever no, grow I, enough I, to I've be been, mowed? No, I've been mowing it. I have been mowing it, and there was some patches of St. Augustine that they laid the sod over, 
And the St. Augustine is doing great, I might add. It, it looks terrible <laughs> growing up in there, but at least I got something growing in there. Yeah. <laughs> it and weeds that I pulled out by hand have been thrown. I'm afraid to put any chemical on it to kill, you know, what's remaining. So I, I go out there and pull them, you know, pull little, um, you know, uh, weeds up by hand, which is kind of a hassle. But um, you know, I'm trying to baby it along, but I don't know what to do at this point other than just uh, put, you know rock down in my backyard and hang it up um the uh okay the the i'm trying i'm trying to determine obviously if you've been mowing it the bermuda has been growing is that correct right the the little bits of green in there oh i see i see but i don't get a blanket of green it's just little pieces of of grass blades that have that are that show signs of life but the rest of it doesn't you know sustain life it looks like you know i that's like i say anemic at best it's it's you know it has life in it but it's very tedious yeah can you pick up the uh can you in other words you said he sawed it he put down uh, pads of yes. grass can you pick up the? Can you still pick up those pads of grass, or have they rooted in? No, it's it's settled in. It's settled in good. Oh, and I, I do want to add. I did have him. We had a little leftover. It, I, I only had him do half the the backyard. That's a whole other story. But but um, I took and we had some extra, so we laid some down along the uh, fence line to where it where this particular area does get a lot of sunlight. And it looks just every bit anemic as a stuff that's, you know, in a partial shade. Hmm. So even, even well, my point is, even the, even the Bermuda that does get a good amount of sun, even it has not taken and looked and look good. I mean, it, it looks as anemic as a stuff in the shade. How tall, how tall, you're letting it grow and then you mow it. Are you mow it right. weekly or every 10 days or two weeks or something like that? Oh, just kind of a PRN. Um, I don't have an exact set schedule when I when I mow my yard. I just kind of do it as it needs it. Um, but uh, are, are you saying to keep it short? Yeah, it should be. Yeah, it should really, be short. Real short. It's just it's just kind of amazing because this it should really be. If you got any kind of remnant or any any part that's growing. Um, it should it should be really prospering now, with the with the the rain and the, and the heat. Um, and well, that's what one would think. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm lo- I'm looking at it right now, and it's a it's a, a light shade of tan at best, with little bits of green. Like I said, there's uh, pretty much all over. Um, there is some life in it, but I just can't get seem to get it to, you know. Did you? Did you fertilize at all or anything? No, I'm afraid to put anything on it. Oh, and he, he did lay down uh, some black um, soil with that. He said it was treated because I said, do I need to do anything with it? He said, no, just water it. It's got chemicals in there that's going to make it grow, whatever that means. Yeah. Hmm. And, you know, in the in the dirt. He put about um, an inch uh, underneath it and then did laid the saw it down. Did he mix it he or just it. put a layer? Just a layer. No, he just put a layer. Just put a layer. Yeah, that doesn't. Underneath it, yeah, not yeah. on top, but underneath it. Before he laid the sod down, uh-huh. it kind of smoothed it out and everything. 
<clears throat> well, well, you, you know, I can't can't help but believe that Bermuda grass would eventually, even in that situation, would eventually spread and take over. Because even even if you have a considerable shade that first year, I mean, you you got a deciduous tree, and so you got a wet winter. Um, you'd think that Bermuda grass would just take off, and uh, you know we have. It grows wherever you don't want it, so it should. In that kind of a situation, it should. And it's growing, but it's. <coughs> he's he worried about the color. I'm wondering if he's letting it get too tall. It might be. And then mowing it. And that would keep it. That would give yeah. it that color. Yeah, and maybe that. You know, Jerry and I all both cringe when we when we hear about that layer. Of uh, depending on what that layer material was, if it was if it's just topsoil, it's okay. But yeah. if it's just if it's a mixture of organic material yeah, like and topsoil, sawdusty sawdust kind of thing, then that could be a factor. But Bermuda, like you say, should grow through something like that, especially the conditions yeah. that we've had. That's right. Well, the, the, yeah, the so I think the best is just you, you mow low and. Yeah. Let it see if well, it doesn't take over. Yeah, what, what what bothers me is he's not talking about dead grass. In other words, they didn't lay the sod and it turned brown and was dead. dead. He, he keeps saying the color of it is wrong. It, it's not bright green, which indicates to me that it's it's alive, that it, that it took it took off. It's just not real pretty green which may could mean that uh that uh that's why i ask how often are you mowing it because with bermuda grass if you let it get tall and then before you mow it and then mow it down you cut off the the blades the green blades at the top and you'll have that that color you're talking about the different color you're talking about yeah so well, I, uh, I, as far without seeing it, uh, and w- with uh, just giving our best recommendation, I would recommend that you lower your lawnmower blade uh, to. About, I imagine it's about as high as it can go now, right? No, it, or, I, I keep it about. Well, I have a Toro, and it, I keep it at a, like two and a half. Yeah, it needs to be. Because I, I also have St. Augustine in my front yard. You know, it's one of these yeah. multi-grass yards. Yeah. And, yeah, and Bermuda of, needs to be an inch and a half or less. So, so lower when you cut the backyard, lower to an inch and a half. Mm-hmm. Lower your lawnmower blade to the inch and a half, and you'll scalp it. The first time, the first time you mow it, you'll really scalp it, and uh, and then keep. Keep mowing it at that height, uh, and mow it about every uh, every week to ten days at that height. Now, when you mow your St. Augustine in the fir- front, again you'll mo- you'll raise the blade to two and a half inches. Okay, so okay. you'll have to raise your blade from the front to the back, and I think. Once you do that, and I would also fertilize it. Put on With what? some uh, 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 19.59 slow release fertilizer. Lawn fertilizer. Lawn fertilizer. I'm sorry, Lawn you said 19 by 9? 
five nine. It's it's the most and common slow release fertilizer sold in all nurseries in San Antonio. Oh, 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 oh. mom and pops of, of San Antonio, private nurseries. Uh, but uh, to fertilize it and see it and mow it, like I said, every seven to ten days at that lower setting and uh, see if it doesn't green up, so to speak, green up. Alrighty. Good luck. That's all we can tell you. Thanks, sir. All right, 308-8867. Jay is on the line. Jay, thanks for waiting. How can we help you today on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas? What's going on? How you doing? Uh, uh, I have uh, my grass. I have chip grass, 419, and I'm beginning okay, to see a nice. lot. And I, and it's very nice, yeah. Uh, but I'm beginning to see a lot of nutgrass in there. Uh, what can I spray the nutgrass with where it won't kill my tiff grass? What kind of grass? Nuts edge. In, in tiff? Yeah. Oh. Well, uh, you, the classic image. There's a, and you know, check the formula. There's three or four different formulas, and you, but the one that, and I think almost, almost all of them mention the uh, nuts edge. Oh, yeah. And that works uh, works really well and won't hurt your tiff. That's what that okay. was developed for. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's and, uh, and it, it's amazing to me that now these now new formulations how fast mm-hmm. they're acting. In the old days, Jerry and I used to oh, yeah, have to tell people, well, yeah, be patient. Two or three weeks, it'll turn brown. But now you see action within a few days. Okay, and and this comes in liquid form. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, and you do, you okay. have to have a little sprayer. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you something. What is this weed? It, it it's taking over lawns, and it's it looks like uh, baby hackberry, but it uh, but it's it's got broad leaves and it's got little bitty yellow flowers on it. What is that? <laughs> uh oh, that's Jerry's weed. That's wonderful. It's not taking over lawns. It's taking <laughs> over barren areas where yeah. lawns are thinned out. It's this stuff is just growing everywhere, and uh, isn't that great? <laughs> we, yeah, we so are. you're bragging on it, right? You want more? Well, no, I'm not bragging on it. This yeah. stuff gets in, in your lawn. There's no way to get rid of it. Uh, that's if, yeah, that that's why we've de- that's why we've changed our mind and declared that it's an asset instead of a, <laughs> since we figured out we can't we haven't figured out a way to to control it. To, Go ahead. I think I think what uh, Texas A&M needs to do is see what keeps this thing green. Even in the drought, it'll be the only green thing out there, and they need to take the genetics from that and start putting it into everything. Don't don't tell them don't tell them that. They'll they'll be over here doing obscene things to our your grass out there. What is that called? But, uh, it's it's horse herb. We think. Got a little bit of got a little bit of yellow flower on it. Yeah, and it kind of got broad leaves and uh, yeah. For me. That's it. But I'll now you look where you look where it's growing. You look where it's growing. It's not growing in your thick grass. No, but it's, it's growing over. It, it, yeah, it, no, well, well, it it it's might be on the edges. By. 
But oh, yeah. it's, it's growing in uh, deserted, uh, dried out, uh, grassless areas. Stressed areas for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, so don't, I have, I don't worry quite about it. Enjoy it. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's go back to it's It's much more satisfying to talk about nuts hedge. What can I spray this with? It's a it's a perennial that reseeds, and uh, we talked about it the last few weeks all and all this winter. It's very difficult to kill. Uh, even Roundup uh, doesn't kill it. Pre-emergence don't phase it because it's a perennial. The root system stays alive and in fact when these rains started places where it was just completely bare now are, are full of it um, and this thing hit the root system about 12 inches deep it, it's um, really yeah the good really the good news is though that it mows it mows well you know you you can it doesn't you can mow it just like you would the the lawn grass or right along with the lawn grass and it doesn't Take off much faster than the lawn grass, so that's that's not as big an issue as some of the other weeds are. There's not a good answer to that because the broadleaf contact herbicides don't don't seem to phase it. The the key the key is that it, it grass the grasses dominate on good soil where they're getting enough light and there's enough moisture, but so many of our yards are you know, don't meet that kind of qualification, and we've got partial shade. We've got areas where the soil's thin, and that's where the that's where this horse herb really dominates. So there, there really isn't a good answer on controlling it so far. You, you've heard that they they're thinking about uh, naming it or, or voting it the uh, Texas State uh, gr- ground cover. You know, so it would be illegal to try to kill it then after, after it became the Texas State ground cover. And you don't, have, you don't, we don't have to worry about any. Well, would it be illegal to try to kill it or to actually kill it? Yeah, because if because you can't we wouldn't actually kill it. Yeah, we wouldn't worry yeah. about anybody getting convicted because <laughs> you can't hardly kill it. So if you can't kill it, my only other option is to pull it out one at a time. Uh, the other, no, the, don't be pulling it out. Just mow it. Yeah. Mowing when you mow your uh, uh, tell yourself your that, that that it's a favorite deer browse, and the butterflies love it. It's a yeah. good nectar source. Those little yellow flowers, surprisingly, especially in early spring and the winter, uh, are a favorite uh, nectar source for black swallowtails. So. Y'all are swimming upstream. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jay. <laughs> Sorry, one Jay. We didn't have a better answer. Real quick. What pre-emergent do I apply, uh, and when do I apply it, like, to take care of the, uh, like, the winter oats and all that stuff that comes up in winter? Are you there? What now? No, when to apply the pre-emergent that we've been talking about. Oh, yeah. What, 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 what is to use? A maize. A maize is the easiest one to use. That does both the, the broadleaf and the uh, grasses. And don't worry about it hurting the horse herb. It won't hurt the horse herb. <laughs> so you don't have to be careful or nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay. Amaze works works well, Jay. Just uh, review the the uh, label just to make sure it's what you want, and then follow the label instructions, and it should be pretty effective in in preventing all those winter weeds. Thanks, Jay. Right. we got to run. 
And I you take care. Of the year. Yes, sir. This is the time to put it down. All right. Mary, hang on the line. You're going to be up next right after this commercial break. We'll be back in a moment. 308-8867 is our number. And Mary's up next right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. And I've got some great information for you. Your summer favorites are at Millburgers right now, and they're absolutely at incredible prices. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings 40% off on these terrific items, now all just $14.88. Like Gold Star Esperanza in the 12-inch pot, regularly $24.99. This beautiful, beautiful heat-loving plant is on sale for just $14.88. Right now, you'll save on Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados. On sale in the three-gallon container, just $14.88. Theralis or Showers of Gold is absolutely gorgeous with its big, long spikes of bright yellow flowers. And it's on sale for $14.88 in the three-gallon container. And Variegated Tapioca Plant on sale in the 12-inch pot. That's right. You guessed it. Just $14.88. You'll find these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I can't believe we sold our house in just two weeks. And saved a bundle in commissions. When the Help You Sell counselor quoted us a set fee, we thought she was kidding. But then she put up the sign, started to advertise, and the call started coming in. The house sold in only 10 days, and we saved thousands. All over America, consumers are discovering Help You Sell, the better way to buy and sell a house. At your local independent Help You Sell office, you don't pay a big commission and pay a low set fee. You can save thousands of dollars, get your house sold fast, and move on to the house of your dreams. It's the 21st century way to do real estate. Help You Sell is definitely the way to go. I don't think we'll ever go back to the old way of selling a house. Help You Sell, serving San Antonio and the Hill Country. Ask for a free home evaluation when you call Sergio Martinez at 210-693-0305. 210-693-0305 for Help You Sell. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes, and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you, as Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of AC companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's a number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic climatemagic.com. Texas License 1531C. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now, the natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, 
Try a tin today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of a tin. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for a tin at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624 Southwest Military in Shopper City Mall, and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with a tin. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need attend. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. And Mary, thank you for waiting. She's called us at 308-8867. Mary, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. My lawn good. looks pretty bad. <laughs> Uh-oh, okay. All winter long in the front, I had beautiful green lawn. It died back uh, as normal in the back. It's exposed more, and it faces north. But all of a sudden in the front, I had a little patch about a foot long, or round, jagged edges that just died. Now it looks like someone poured a, a small bucket of water that goes in kind of a jagged line for about 10 or 11 feet, and it's dead. The grass is dead underneath it. So what do I have? Is it in, is it in the hottest part of the lawn? Yeah, it gets uh, a lot of good sun there. I have one area that... Um, you know, it's pretty well shaded, and I have had an area, um, a problem with that, and I put floor tam in there, and it's much better. But this lawn has been in forever without any problem. And being and you say it's, a, you say it's a all year long amazed me. I don't ever remember it staying green all year. But so, only about uh, maybe three weeks ago did this uh, occur, and then it just seemed pretty rapid to expand. Uh, it's not as wide, but uh, it looks like a herbicide or something was, uh, you know, poured on it because it's it's dead underneath. Not very wide, but a long strip. Did you say it was along the driveway or? No, it's uh, about a foot um, to the side of my sidewalk. Okay. And so nobody nobody with their exhaust truck? No, truck, the work, other side uh, is where the dogs go. <laughs> hmm. um, the shady side, the side that I had the problem with. But uh, this I've never had a, a problem with, and I've, you know, um, kind of doctored it up with jalapenos as they became overripe, and uh, so I've I've uh, changed some of the habits of the dogs around here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm being honest. <laughs> and you enjoyed it, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> well, I enjoyed my yard looking good. I worked there too hard. You go. 
what are you thinking, chinch bugs, Calvin? Yeah. What is there any? Is there green in it at all now after this rain? Yes. Uh, there's some green, like it may start healing itself, but I'm, but, you know, uh, yeah. I'm not really convinced yet. You said it was long and how wide? Uh, it goes from that first uh, part that uh, it started, which was a, almost a circular um, 12 foot in diameter. And I thought, oh, maybe it's take-all patch. And I was trying yeah. to remember what you all said. But then it got all jagged, and it's from that width. Um, it goes to 6 to 8 to 10 to, you know, like that. It's very jagged all the way, you know, to the end, which is just a little, maybe two inches wide at the end. Oh, okay. Gosh, that sounds didn't sound like a chinch bug pattern, but but the the, the green is there gr- green grass growing in there? You say it looks like it's starting um, to heal. At, at the sides, there it seems to be some grass, but I don't see anything in the middle coming up. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think that sounds like chinch bug. No, not that pattern doesn't. Uh, you can you can go you know just. Look around the edge and rub your hand at the base of the grass, and you—if it is chinch bugs, that that kind of—you would see some little insects. But okay, I don't know what else is—is is anything drain into that area? No, not a thing. But that's what it looks like. It looks like herbicide was was spilled there. Yeah, and but you you would you wouldn't arm. see the green in, in amongst herbicide. it if it if it was herbicide it, there wouldn't be any green in there amongst. Well, that's it. what I mean. You know, in that little area, there is no green. It is it's packed full of dark brown grass. Oh, light brown grass, I should say. It's okay. Not dark. Well, hmm. we get we stumped by our grass problems today. Yeah. Uh, I would suggest uh, not knowing. It's like knowing which bullet killed you. Uh, you your your grass is obviously dead, and it's not going to come back uh, soon enough for you to have a pretty yard. So I would recommend that you uh, go ahead and uh, uh, just buy some sod. You know we have our floor time friday days over here and uh, you can just buy several pieces of sod however many pieces you need and uh and and put put you know it's so small and jagged i'm gonna have to cut those apart and put it down like that yes ma'am you can do that so you know so uh that that's all i i don't know what caused it even even if it, even if somebody did uh, use a herbicide, it should be gone by now. So when you put the new well, sod and down, and besides that, it wouldn't keep growing. See that one right. little spot yeah. lasted two or three weeks. Now, any of those any of those dogs you offended? Are they really big? Yeah, she, they got her back with that pepper out there. That's what they did. I didn't, you know, I just thought maybe they'd like a little 
nice in their life. Shame on you. Well, yeah. They definitely have gotten vengeance. Uh, well, that, you that's, know, all, that's the salute answer to the, your problem, I think. Yeah, and, that, and that's not a, even if you didn't do the whole part, that's not a bad experiment to do. Yeah. Is to get, uh-huh. you know, get, yeah, get the, gets a few strips and do the, the worst part and see how, you, what kind of response you get. And then okay. that'll answer a lot of questions. Okay, will do. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Bye. Good luck. All right, well, that'll free up a line, but by golly, you'll have no, to wait till next. it's not time to free up a line. It is not time to free up a line. It's time to go. So, uh, real quick. Uh, we should have a song that we sing. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, well, we'll have to find that. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, again, tell folks real quick where you'll be. Uh, On the 17th of September, there will be a uh, winter vegetable uh, present uh, program out there at Dream Hill Estates at 6800 Dorothy Louise Drive by the Medical Center. And if you want more information, just send me an email. Uh, if you send it to Milton, uh, you'll get it to KLUP.com. Me I'll get it to him. All right, we'll say goodbye for today. On behalf of the docs, thanks to you for listening. Thanks to Chris getting all your calls on the air. And we'll see you next Saturday at Millburgers. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.